This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1933. Don't let an energy crisis cause an English outage. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. This winter, geopolitical issues may affect our lifestyle. In Europe, they are predicting blackouts. In this episode, get super high-level vocabulary to talk about outages and ways to make the most of the situation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, Aubrey. How's everything going today? I am excellent. How are you, Lindsay? Awesome. I am ready for the weekend. I don't know about you. The week's flown by so fast, though. Same. I can't believe it. This week did go really, really fast. I feel like the week after the holidays for us is super, super fast. Yeah. I have a question for you. This is interesting. Okay. I'm ready. Have you ever experienced a power blackout? Mm, yeah, we had. Well, we had our power went out just on Tuesday, actually, but oh. just for a few minutes. Really quickly, oh, okay. it came back on. Um, what about like what's the longest you've ever had no power? Oh, that's a good question. I think when I was a kid in like New Hampshire in the 80s, we might have had like a 24 hour or 48 hour mm -hmm. blackout at some point. Yeah. Yes. I remember yes. when when I was a kid, too. I remember like lighting candles <laughs> and like playing games in the dark for sure. And then just over yeah. Thanksgiving, we were up at a cabin in the oh. north of here and the power went out at like 4 a.m. And it was cold. It was oh. like 20 degrees outside. So because the heat stopped and there was no fireplace in the house, right? So by the time we kind of woke up at eight, it was freezing in the oh house. Oh my gosh. And there, the whole grid was out. There was no power for several hours. So what did I you do? I panicked. Yeah. And we did needed to do leave? laundry. We needed heat. We just bundled up in blankets. Oh my gosh. And like played a game, but we were very cold. It was rough. I realized, <laughs> oh, we were not prepared to not have power. But but so you didn't just go home. I would have gone. home. <laughs> well, we left. couldn't because we had to do the laundry at the VRBO before oh. we could leave. Oh. So and we we were able at least with our phone service, there was at least phone service. We were able to see that they were predicting the power to come back on around noon. Okay. So we're like, OK, it'll come back at noon. We can do the okay. laundry. <laughs> we don't have to leave. Otherwise. Yeah, I think we would have just would have been out of there. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we've all had our bouts with uh, loss of power for sure. And that's what we're going to get into a little bit today. You know, um, lots of things have been happening around the world, geopolitically speaking. And I know mm -hmm. that Europe was kind of predicting sort of a bit of an energy crisis this winter. Right, Aubrey? 
Yes, exactly. Depending on what, what happens with the weather, if they're needing a lot of heat, they're, you know, with the embargo on Russian oil, potentially, there would need to be rolling blackouts so mm -hmm. that you could conserve power. So we're going to talk about this, what <laughs> Europe did to prepare for an energy crisis or is doing. Yeah. And then we're also going to share two games that <laughs> you can practice English even if when if the power goes out, right? If it's dark, there's nothing you can really do if it happens at night and then you don't have any candle, you're really unprepared. Right. You could at least work on your English, practice some English. <laughs> yeah, guys, and we don't want to make light of any kind of scenario if how if you know there are actual energy issues right of course but you know we believe in maximizing you know where you are in any given moment there's always something that we can do to make it better right so absolutely right, right? there's nothing yeah. you can do at least yeah make lemonade out of lemons right? <laughs> that, that's a good expression that's a good expression guys if you love learning new expressions and getting four episodes a week from Allers English, where we focus on connection, not perfection, then hit follow on this show right now. We're also on YouTube. This episode should be on YouTube, Aubrey, and the yes. Allers English YouTube channel just passed 100,000 uh, subscribers. That's awesome. Thank you guys for subscribing. If you haven't, definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's so fun to watch these episodes yeah. as a video. It is fun. Maybe you guys <laughs> prefer, you know, consuming our podcast on video. You can do that over there. Good stuff. Absolutely. Okay. The first thing I want to do is sort of define what we're talking about, a power blackout, and share some of the synonyms because you'll hear it called several different things, right, Lindsay? Yeah, for sure. So what does it mean, a power blackout, Aubrey? Yeah, so it's a loss of electrical power for the entire network of a region, right? It's okay. not just your home, the all of your neighbors, right? If you're texting neighbors, do you have power? Do you have power? The whole like network, the whole grid would be out. Yes. But we also call it a power outage, power cut, power failure, mm -hmm. You and then power blackout, which is the more <laughs> sort of physical um, Im imagery, right, of the grid going black. Yeah. I mean, now that I think about it, I remember... A traveling abroad, a fair number of kind of blackouts going on when mm -hmm. I was in Guatemala backpacking, being in um, Isabel is like a, I think it's like a peninsula or somewhere near on the Caribbean and uh, power going out for a couple of hours every night. I mean, this is common all over the world. You know, this is not just a sea, like once in a lifetime, right? So it can happen frequently all over the world. Many of us deal with this every day in some countries, mm -hmm. right? And so, often it's intentional in order to conserve right, power for when right. it's needed more, right? Yes. So it was really interesting, this article about, you know, what is France doing? What is Germany doing? It was in the New York Times. And they were mentioning that in Germany, they were buying lots and lots of candles. In some countries, they were just, they were being told at certain times of the day, you can't charge electric vehicles. Okay. Or at least they mm -hmm. were saying sort of like, this is what might happen, right? If there are freezing temperatures, and the electricity is needed for heat, then there would need to be limits on on other things that would happen, right? Yeah, I love it. Okay. Power rationing, right? Mm -hmm. There would need to power be power rationing. rationing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What does Super that mean, rationing? I feel like we've all heard that if you ever watch a movie about war, rationing of supplies. But what would that mean for power, Lindsay? So it means just uh, reducing the amount and kind of scheduling out how much each person can use at a certain time. <laughs> yep, exactly. Right. There's a fixed amount instead of where usually it's unlimited, right? Charge your electric right. vehicle, use all the power you need. If there were if it were rationed, you would have a certain amount or you couldn't use it at certain times. 
Right. And this can be used, you know, to ration is used often for food as well. I just watched that movie Alive. I might have told you in a previous recording. You, do you know that movie Alive with the, the so. Uruguay and so- soccer team that crashed in the Andes in the plane? It's an old movie. Don't get me wrong. It's from it's from the 70s. Oh, no, um, I have seen it. And they end up yeah. like cannibalizing each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have seen that. Oh. <laughs> but, that the, but before they did that, um, they had chocolate, little bars of chocolate and yes. all, like bottles of wine. And they were kind of rationing, rationing. Like everyone got a little bit. So that's what rationing means. It could be used to talk about energy, food, uh, supplies, basically. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. And so Europe, because there was there is a potential energy crisis. And I loved how the article was saying, like, there's no need to panic. Right. We're not inciting panic. We're just preparing for worst case scenario. And they were saying it's never it's not going to be a situation where we're out of power for hours and hours. Like it would be a very intentional, you know, a couple hours at a certain time where you would be aware that you wouldn't have power at this time or Right. Yeah. It would. It, that's the nice thing about this modern age in general. We can prepare and know what to expect mm. and we can stockpile energy, conserve energy so that we can keep the power grids running and avoid mm-hmm. that like long term blackout. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. OK. OK. So good to know. So we've got the vocabulary here, rationing or to ration. Um, what else, Aubrey? Yeah. I also wanted to define embargo. I mentioned that at the beginning okay. that So this uh, recently there was an embargo on Russia. This is any official ban on trade or commercial activity with a particular country. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it's just um, something becomes more expensive or there are fees. Sometimes it's banned entirely. And so this is sort of just preparing for a possible energy crisis because historically we have been dependent on Russian fuel. So you have to, right, as we're changing the way we do things, as we're changing where we get our power from, mm-hmm. we might have staggered electricity outages to save energy. We, we recognize like, okay, things are gonna be changing. Yeah. What do we need to do in order to not inconvenience too much, right? Yes, exactly. And embar- the word embargo can kind of be used in a, in a lighter way as well. Um, you know, for example, if you live on the East Coast and your family lives on the West Coast and they never come and visit you, you put an embargo on visiting them, right? That kind of idea <laughs> in a conversational right? way. So we can play around with some of these words and talk about lighter topics too, guys. So yeah. we can be flexible when we get to this higher level of vocabulary to connect. Absolutely. That's a really good point. I also saw in one of the articles I was reading about this, the word mitigated. So it's talking about how, right, the goal is for Europe to, for problems to be mitigated through preparation, mm-hmm. which is another high level word. What does that mean, mitigated, Lindsay? Oof, big words yeah. today, Aubrey. I love it. Again, feels like an SAT episode, <laughs> but it's gonna be a great IELTS episode. Um, mitigated means to make less, right? To lessen, to make less severe. Um, great word to have in your vocabulary, guys, at your high level. Absolutely. When you're reading the news, you're going to see this. We use it a lot to maybe to sound impressive. I feel like sometimes (laughs) when someone's writing a news article, they'll throw in a word like this to sound very professional, very impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? And on the IELTS exam, of course, it could increase your score. Um, I'll mention again, we mentioned this in the last episode, but you're on IELTS Energy with Jessica three, two days a week, 
So go and search for the IELTS Energy podcast, guys. Absolutely. This is the type of vocab you would learn over there, right? High level, less common vocabulary. That's very impressive for the IELTS examiner, but also impressive for me just in daily conversation. Someone uses words like this. Aren't you so impressed, Lindsay, when someone uses a less common, impressive word like this? I love like it. Mitigated? Yes. Yes. I feel impressed. like they're well read, right? They're mm -hmm. clearly reading the news. It's impressive. Yes. I love it. So good. And, you know, solar generous. So, so do we want to talk about oh, solar generous? Yes. So I, I mentioned that really quick with Thanksgiving, with that mm -hmm. power outage, I realized like maybe I need to be prepared for something like this. So it actually inspired a gift I gave my husband for Christmas. I got him a solar generator and I realized like these are pricey, right. but uh, it, they, the technology has become very impressive, right? It's the portable solar panels panels with a battery. Okay. And they're actually, compared to how they were several years ago, they are much more affordable. So we have options just as individuals, right? We can be told right. by our nation, like Europe has been, right? Ooh, we have the potential for this happening. You potentially could mitigate that by having something like a solar generator available to you. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, speaking about recent power blackouts, we actually did have on Christmas Eve, we had a blackout at my brother's house in New Hampshire. But out here on the East, well, on the East Coast, I don't think solar generators are a thing because there's not oh, enough sun. You have a lot of sun in Arizona and Colorado here, but where my brother lives, there's not enough sun, I think. Mm, and so he had a sense. generator, an actual like a non-solar, just like a, a fuel powered generator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that thing was running for like 24 hours. It's loud. It sounds like there's a truck in your backyard. Um, and so, right. but it's the idea of generating your own electricity. Again, it's a privilege to be able to do this. These things are not Absolutely. cheap in any way. Um, right. But I know, you know in New York City, well, everywhere, hospitals have to have generators for backup power. And then in New York City, most of the apartment buildings, like certain apartment buildings, have to have generators in case any residents need okay. backup power for something mm -hmm. like that. But yes. for most of us, for a most lot of us, don't we have, don't have that. Most yeah. of the time, but it's so. true. Arizona is a great, <laughs> a great state, a great place for solar power. A lot of people have solar powers on solar panels on their roof, okay. and for solar generators. But that's a good point. That's not going to work everywhere. I don't think so. I'm not really like <laughs> super well versed in it, but I'm um, I'm assuming that that's you why have have a lot he of doesn't sun. have a solar generator because yes. there's not as much sun. So. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Aubrey, what's next? Let's get into the next piece. You know, again, like we said, we want to show you guys some games you could potentially play uh, when the power goes out. But I, I just want to iterate again or reiterate, let's say, that we're not trying to minimize anyone's experience if power is going out in your country due to geopolitical issues. Like, it, it's a serious thing. And we know you're str it's a struggle, right? If exactly. We can't connect online. Maybe we work online. Um, but again, Make lemon, uh, make lemonade from lemons, right? When you, exactly. what, what's the expression? What is the full expression of that, Aubrey? <laughs> if you, if you have lemonades, if you have lemons, if life gives you, okay, I've got it. If life gives you lemons, make lemonade. It you took me a second to get there, to get there, but I got it. 
Oh my god, that should be an outtake. I think that'll or it should be like a blooper reel, right? What we, we do just need did a there. Reel. I love it. <laughs> That's so. so yeah, I agree. Okay. Uh, definitely. Like if if people are suffering without power for long long term, right? Yeah. We know this has been an issue in Ukraine now. That's a different situation, right? Yeah. For, for those of us who are blessed to not be directly affected by that, we might lose power for an hour or two. And and like you said, right, make the best of the situation. Yeah. So we are going to share one of these. I remember playing when I was a kid and the power went out and it was dark and we just had a couple of little candles. And I, yeah. I don't have a lot of memories from when I was a kid, but this no. is one that's really strong in my mind, I think, because it was so different and ended up actually being so fun, like such a unique experience with my family. Interesting. Okay. So this one is called My Neighbor's Cat. Is that the yes. name of the game? Yeah. So <laughs> it's a great way to practice adjectives oh, in English. Very the way cool. you do it is the person says, my neighbor's cat is an, and then you have to have an adjective that starts with the first letter of the alphabet. Oh, so fun. like, awesome adequate right and then the second person will use the next letter in the alphabet b my neighbor's cat is a black cat or bold or beautiful any oh, adjective that starts with b <clears throat> oh next person uses c and you go around and around until someone you can't repeat any right so you have yes. to think of a new one go around the vote or you get a really difficult letter and then you're out and it starts again with everyone there everyone in the circle until everybody's out one last person wins it's actually mm. so fun <laughs> Man, this makes me remember that we wanted to start an Allers English game night. It still makes me want to do this. You know, yes. maybe we can get to this in 2023. We have a lot of things to get to, but maybe I we know. can add this that to the list. That needs to happen. I would it love it. It needs to happen, you know, because a lot of our listeners, I know you guys say, in the key moment when I need to come up with a word, I don't have it. And so mm. how do we get there? It's by playing games like that. Yes. It's by letting it pop up in your brain and having the habit of the building those synapses, right? So... This could be a Absolutely. really good game, not just for a power blackout for any time. I know, right? It is a great game for any time. And the nice thing is as, you know, the person after you or the next person, they're trying to think of an adjective that starts with D or E or F. You also are thinking of all the ones you know. And it's just like yes. you said, Lindsay, what a great exercise for your brain to think of all the adjectives that you know that start with that letter. So good. Good for even for native speakers as well, honestly, True. to build your vocabulary. Either way, my kids. Of us, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's a great game. I love that. That's even that is great. But is there a second one, too? Yes. So this second <laughs> one, we call it the camp out. And it's a memory game, but also vocabulary, but just in general, any vocabulary words you can think of. So this is great for anyone that's at a lower level in English or playing with younger children. Okay. Um, you say we're going on a camp out and we're taking and you can say anything. It doesn't actually have to be something you'd take on a camp out. Right. You yeah. can say we're taking a pie, a flashlight, a car. I'm looking around naming things, headphones, yeah. a TV. Right. You name anything. <laughs> OK, but you have to remember what everyone has said. Got so it. the second person would say, like, we're going on a camp out and we're taking a TV and a microphone, right? Uh, and each person okay. has to remember what was said before. Yes. So again, such a great Tough. exercise for your brain to remember because you get to where you're saying like 15, 20 things. And then if you mess up, you can't remember when you're out. Last oh my person gosh. in wins. I would so lose that so quickly. <laughs> You'd be out after like three things. <laughs> kind of. 
My kids are so good at it. Really? They will remember. We'll have such a long list. That's amazing. But it is amazing how you have to use those kind of tricks with your brain mm-hmm. to like visualize it. Or you know what I mean? Because otherwise, yes. and you do hear it, the repetition helps because each time someone goes, they say the That's whole true. list. That's true. That it kind of in a way of how we learn languages, Re- repetition, just kind yes. of repeating, saying something, hearing something. Uh, interesting. Okay. And it actually stuff. ends up being really funny because you can say anything, right? Say, yeah. we're bringing a refrigerator and a cake. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. So write those games down. Keep them in mind. Really, really good, solid ways to build your vocabulary, build your fluency, even in difficult circumstances, right? Maximize that time you have. What's the takeaway for today, Aubrey? Yeah, guys, France, Germany, and elsewhere in Europe are doing such a good job making wise preparations for a possible energy crisis. And we should be prepared too. And like you said, Lindsay, we don't want to make light of what anyone's going through. There's only so much you can prepare, unfortunately. Sometimes we're just struggling with difficulties. But when it is short-lived and, you know, this can be a great opportunity, whoever you're with, to play a game, practice your English, enjoy that time with the lights out instead of, you know, just kind of being panicked and scared waiting for the power to come back on. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Good stuff, Aubrey. Well, thanks for being on the show with me today. And we'll see you very soon. Awesome. Thanks, Lindsay. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.